Popping off here on the official third episode of Lurk Mode. My guest is the inimitable Z-list plus one for life celebrity superstar chef, Miss Whitney Dane. How are you doing, Whitney? I'm doing so fine. Where are uh, where are we talking to? Where, where are you at? I'm at home hiding in a guest bedroom. Uh enjoying my what is this like saturday evening yeah this is our big saturday night it is 8 52 p.m on a pandemic saturday this is like a late night for me i put on a special matching clean sweatsuit for this moment damn i wish we uh i wish we had a visual aid of that what color is your no sweatsuit visual needed yeah did you get it from asos no h&m nice. while i was picking up clothes for the kids yeah very yeah. similar very similar um, I've never gotten anything from ASOS that wasn't like found at a thrift store later. <laughs> like I didn't realize it was like an actual place you could shop. You're saying ASOS is a thrift store? No, no. Like when I'm at the thrift store, like sometimes I'll find an ASOS piece, but like I didn't realize it was like ASOS.com until it started advertising to me one day. Yeah, I I feel like it's it's something that I want to do, but I don't know if I'm ready for the like the monochromatic like straight up sweat suit. I'd like to think I am, you know, like a mustard, like just like a mustard crew neck sweatshirt with matching mustard sweatpants. Do you have a pair of Air Jordans in particular that you would wear with that? Um, well, uh, I could wear my, if in that particular color scheme, my purple ones would look good because purple and yellow go together well. So I would probably wear purp some my, yellow, my purple J's. Exactly. You know what's up. You know what's up, Whitney. Do you, <laughs> do you have you watched Bling Empire yet? Watch what empire? Bling Empire? Bling Empire on Netflix yet? What is that? Uh, worth a watch. Is that the I shoe like show? No, okay. but one of the rich Asians on the show has an entire wall of just like fresh shoes. That's the dream. That's the dream. I mean, it looks like, you know, like a shopping shopping mall set up. It's crazy. I, right in his living room. I am nowhere near that level, but I did have to buy a shelf at Ikea just for my shoes because they couldn't fit in my closet anymore. So I have like wow. my have shoes are kept in like a museum lighting, a separate room. No, it's it's in my yoga room. So like the lighting is like, OK, it's got like a nice vibe in there. But I get dressed in my bedroom where all my clothes are, you know, so it's actually frustrating that I have to walk back and forth between two rooms in order to like truly get my outfit going you know what i mean wait can you move all your clothes into that room and give yourself like a wardrobe i can't room yeah slash? like a staging a staging area i, yeah, I can't wardrobe rack in the corner no the closet in the that's the guest bedroom the closet is too small the closet in my bed my closet in my bedroom is too small as it is i've already got overflow clothes in like the front closet mostly jackets but it's tough it's one thing yeah, i am not blessed like with is fashion being fucked up by quarantine life. Like there's nowhere to flex. There's nowhere to prowl. Dude, yeah. And all the stuff that I'm copping is already, it's not hitting anymore by the time the pandemic's over. Well, that's you know? what I was thinking. Like the trends have come and gone. Gone. Trends have come and gone. You know, like the sparkly mask that was hot in spring. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my, when my mom rocked it at my granddad's funeral was not so pretty. It's not, it's not popping anymore. That's why you got to buy, uh, you got to get timeless pieces. I just acquired uh, my first Gucci belt and Ooh. that's never, that'll never go out of style. So Ooh. props, yeah. props to me. It was, it was a long time coming. We got some serious shit that we're going to do tonight. We are doing a serious podcast, Hollywood clapback. Clap back. I don't even know how to describe it, but another podcast, I wouldn't call it a rival podcast, certainly not, at least not yet, but another podcast 
after featured, tonight, perhaps. Featured a guest who pretty much drags your name through the mud. And Ooh. we are going to give you a chance to holler back about it. And not only is this just a podcast clapback, but this is this is a Hollywood clapback. This is a celebrity, celebrity, famous actress, Nicole Tom, ladies and gentlemen, from such shows as Beverly Hills 90210. The uh, Nanny. The Nanny. Masters of Sex, I believe. Yeah. Beethoven. Oh, yeah. She was in Beethoven with Charles Grodin. Yeah, Bonnie Hunt. So yeah, we're talking uh, some some real Hollywood shit here. You guys were buds. You guys are friends again, but you weren't friends for a little while. And <laughs> um, you know, anyways, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take that whole thing and we're gonna pick it apart and we're gonna talk some shit. But before we get to that, the reason that what kind of inspired this is that you and I both have a pretty serious uh, history in Los Angeles in Hollywood. And it's kind of funny how our paths are a little different because I was born there and then moved to North Carolina, but you were actually born in North Carolina and then moved there. So Right. It's like we exchanged spots around the same time. So like, what how did you end up in, in 1989 is how Yeah, I which is when there. I moved to North Carolina. I moved to that North Carolina so in 89. Weird. It's like we're, you know, the same but different sexes and then we teleported in opposite directions. Yeah, we're like um we're like fraternal What's twins. What's your sign? Are you a Taurus or something? I'm a Virgo. Mm. Is that the exact opposite rising. of Taurus? No, I don't know. But same and different. Taurus, Scorpio. Yeah. So what, what took you from Manteo, North Carolina, which is down in the coast, <laughs> okay, to so the West Coast? Yeah. This already like it gets a little dirty just in that answer alone. But well, you were ten, or you were at least you were young, so I hope was, it's not too dirty. I was dirty. nine, turning ten, yeah. and um, my mom had me at eighteen. My mom was on her way to the Miss North Carolina pageant, got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> to be Miss North Carolina, to she represent was Mr. her county. She was on her way <laughs> to Miss North Carolina, got pregnant, so had to end her baton twirling mega career. Uh, 1978, and instead, like, marrying my biological father, who was, you know, trying to, he was, like, recruited by the Yankees out of high school. That's another weird story. They lasted, like, six weeks into my birth. My grandparents took over my life. My mom went to multiple schools, Carolina, finishing Carolina Law, like, top of her class, got recruited by a law firm in L.A., and so 1989, I'm like, le never lived with my mom. And suddenly I'm living with my mom and in South Pasadena, California. This That's is, what happened. wow. You know, I hate that we have to, <laughs> I hate that we have to gloss over this stuff to get to the clap back. Yeah. Because that sounds very interesting. I never knew any of that. Um, yeah. So we'll probably have to have you on as a guest another time just so we can get that whole story because that. That sounds like a podcast right there. Um, Probably. But we're going we're gonna to have to keep it moving tonight. So you're in? L.A. Okay, so first day of school. Mom's got first day at work, you know, new lawyer. What school were you going to? So South Pasadena Junior High. What up? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so what I didn't know is, like, South Pasadena is amazing. It's small town. So I'm coming from the Outer Banks, North Carolina, which is like so small town. If you get rich and successful and you want to have a family and raise them, you know, right and in a like neighborhood vibe, this was like the OG neighborhood. You know, this is like Robin Williams' daughter was there. Um, Urkel was there. You know, like kids who were actors were there. It was just Eddie Furlong was in our eighth grade class. Like... And he had been plucked off the streets of Pasadena and like converted into an actor. And then they tried to maybe stabilize him or something and put him into public school, which I don't think was a good fit. But, you know, <laughs> whatevs. Uh, that's another podcast. Were you in L.A. like Y2K time until so from 10 to what? OK, so I. I did a little bounce because we left Nicole and I. Okay. So how I met Nicole is I met her the first day of school at South Pasadena, uh, junior high. And you guys we'll were like 10, some other time. 10, 11. I was nine going. She was 10. I was nine going on 10. Okay. Yeah. 
And we met the first day of school because we were both rocking some serious gear. <laughs> like our art, like the art thing, you know, it just shows when you're young and we were both always. Well, like, like you drew on your t-shirts artists. with, you drew on your t-shirts with puff paint. Oh yeah. You hit it right on the head. I mean, she was wearing these fucking shorts that were like, she had made herself. Do you remember the charm necklaces that you would like get and you could latch like these cute little well, I know about I like a know, charm a, bracelet and stuff. It wasn't like a like a gold charm bracelet. This this was like a thing that you could buy at the store, but they would be like roll like one roller skate on it on a hook on a plastic hook, and you would hook it to a big chain. And there were like all these like gadgety things, but they were plastic. And she had taken them all, cut the hooks off, and puffy painted them to the front of these jeans. Wow. And I was coming from a surf town, the Outer Banks of North Carolina, you know. Yeah, and like so the show like, Outer Banks, by the way, for those of you that want a, a uh, no, healthy dose don't. of non-reality, you, non-reality. you can watch Outer Banks. On, <laughs> you can uh, take a ferry to Chapel Hill in yeah, 30 minutes. Be there in, yeah, I'd be there. <laughs> so that's fucking brilliant. Everybody I know who watched that show was so mad about that. Not to mention so the mad. fact that it wasn't even UNC. It was totally not UNC Meanwhile, campus. Meanwhile, no one outside of North Carolina and South Carolina knows the difference. Has any idea. Yeah. 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 But anyways, keep going. Okay. Uh, but she... I came rocking uh, these <laughs> fucking amazing earrings made out of like neon colored wetsuit. I want to say they were billabong or some, something like that. And then it was like that time where you would wear multiple color socks like stacked up. Yeah. We both had like reverse neon <laughs> socks and tank tops and scrunchies. So we... We were hitting it hard. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like y'all were. You, it sounds like people could see you guys from really far away. You could. We were electric, but it was also <laughs> like we were electric first. youth, in the words of Debbie Gibson. <laughs> we, I was probably wearing her perfume at the time. Legit. Yes. <laughs> and so we met that first day in sewing class because Nicole and I didn't have many classes together, but electives we could arrange until I went to private school and she was like on set most of her life anyway. But we were like bonded because we both came from these like weird, we were both entering new life, like completely new lives with divorced parents. And, you know, we were fated to be together, but it's been a rocky road. (laughs) (laughs) Passionate Um, rocky road. Yeah. Oh God, we were killing it that first day of school. And and there were so many people in our class that are like super, <laughs> super legit famous or behind the scenes famous. Okay, now. well, let, let's fast forward a little bit. So let's go to where, let's go because um, I'm a big 90210 fan. Oh, and yeah. part of what started this conversation was you had we you and I had already talked about Nicole Tom before, but I've been listening I was to, to set you up with her. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you know, Let's maybe maybe that can still maybe that can still happen. <laughs> so my first guest on Lurk Mode was a guy by the name of Eric Sawyer, and him and I were talking about Beverly Hills 90210 because we're both fans of the show. He put me onto a podcast called Again with This, hosted by uh, Sarah Bunting and Tara Ariano. Uh, Sarah D. Bunting, if you want to be uh, proper with it. And I've basically been listening to that podcast nonstop. And I got to the episodes, uh, maybe season three-ish, where Nicole Tom makes her debut as Scott Scanlon's sister, Sue Scanlon. And for those that don't know, Scott Scanlon, because everyone's like, who the, the fuck's Scott? The best episode, I think, to this day. The, the one where he shoots himself? Until Rebecca Gayhart dies. Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, Rebecca, it's funny because I was listening to the episode where uh, Dylan's dad gets blown up and he gets blown up in a car. But I had combined the two stories. So I thought, you know, because um, Noxima girl gets blown up in a boat, right? Doesn't she get blown up in a boat? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. So there's like, you know, this like. So everyone who Dylan loves explodes, basically. Explodes. Because she gets killed. She's like a mob heiress or something, right? Yeah, so she gets killed yeah. and like some mob shit. Anyway, long story long, I've been listening to this podcast. The episodes, because you had already told me that your friend Nicole had played uh, Sue Scanlon on 90210. I didn't really remember those episodes that well. You sent me your awesome freestyle Maybe. Oh yeah, that's right. I do. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have a a, a very terrible uh, freestyle rap about nine hundred two and Let's drop that right here. Andre, Brandon, Brandon, Steve, Kelly Taylor, Kelly Taylor. Here we go, like one, two, three. Check the microphone with D Y L A to the end. 
like now and again Me and Dylan like, we was cool till I fucked Kelly Taylor after school He was mad so we called up David They went to the joint for the hell of it And got all wild up Talk about how our waybones need to get fucked up So they called up Ian Zirin But his name was Steve Sanders on the show that I'm cheering All about cause I love to watch Not a 2-1-0 when I stroke my crotch Every time there's a bitch on air It would run and run around in underwear like Brenda and Donna Man, I even like Kelly's mama She's kinda slutty She fucked David Silver's dad nutty Hey yo, what's Valerie doing that big face hoe? Used to be on Saved by the Bell I used to watch that show as well Andre? Brent Brent Excuse me I'm a little bit fucked up Oh shit but anyway, so let's let's fast forward to so how old was she when she landed that role? Like 14, 15, 16, okay, 17? Yeah, we were already in high school. Okay. And like I like Nano Twino. Okay, so here's the thing, it's like when you're an actress, you don't really watch TV to watch it the way that we do, like where we zone out and get into like an altered state. They watch it like business, like, oh, she got that role. Oh, I auditioned for that. It's like it's business. And uh, so she booked Nana Twino, and I was, like, stoked. Like, this is great for you. This is awesome. I'm so excited. And I get to go on set with you because I'm always your plus one. So this is going to be awesome. And I had a nanny at the time who was acting as her um, on-set guardian, you know, because she had a single mom. All of her siblings were working. I'm sure the older sibling was already... uh, emancipated and able to be on her own. But I think her brother, her twin brother, David, might have been working on God knows why at the time. Maybe Swing Kids. I don't know. Newsies. You got that confused with Newsies. I'm just kidding. I don't no, know. No, it's definitely Swing Kids. Because Newsies, is it Newsies? No, it's Swing Kids. I don't know. I'm just, I, for some reason, newsies I feel like they Elijah all involve. Wood. Am I wrong or Lucas Haas? I don't know. I just feel like it involves like little children with like little caps on dancing around. Yeah, they both involve little caps and poor people dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's like Oliver Twist for the yeah. next generation. <laughs> yeah, David's like at the end of the movie screaming at Christian Bale, like, you know, Swing high or something. Oh I'd my god! To, okay, all right. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so you're on set with your nanny and Sue Scanlon, and well, not really, because I like went to school. You know, I mean, I had to go to normal school, but my somehow okay. One day I got a ride to set, and it's like I got to see the whole thing, like the trailer, like Tori Spelling in the trailer. I saw David Austin Green because Nicole Bri- 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 Brian Austin Brian Austin Green. Oh yeah, the, no- <laughs> the notorious the notorious B A G AKA Vanilla Dave. So it's okay you called him David because it's an easy mistake. It's forever David. Has he ever outlived that 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 role? Has no. he played anything else? No, he hasn't. Other and, than Megan and, Fox's husband. And side well, they're broke up. She's banging uh, Machine Gun Kelly now. Yeah, well, I you know I don't know anything about modern music or or the young folks really. Um, but so anyway, for me, it was like super exciting for her. It was a job, but I do like remember watching the episodes with her and like, you know, like, do you remember oh the God, outfit I... that, uh, again with this described as, uh, a denim, a denim diaper over black bike she shorts? she still has pieces of this costume. Those Doc Martens and, uh, yeah, the Doc Martens. Yeah, I think that vest was from her from her real wardrobe. So it was her but character. Like, her character was like a little bit punk rock, I guess, maybe because she was kind of lashing out. Well, at, she was like crazy at school and then demure. And oh yeah, she was. That was her thing. Home. She right. She was. But her brother had shot himself in the head at this sleepover. Well, he he shot himself in the gut. He gut shot himself. Oh, he gut shot himself. Oh. Yeah, but they call him. The hot girl from Heather's was in that episode. And that's what like sealed the deal for me. It was like ghosty and that was good that was they call him dead scott on again with this which just cracks me up (laughs) even like so like you know from the first episode on they refer to him as dead scott and then as they were coming to that episode they were like now you'll finally understand why we call him dead scott (laughs) that character was worthless i don't know why they even put him on the show in the first place you know they had to give brian austin green some depth and he never really got it. <laughs> yeah, they they talked about how at one point they thought maybe the show was going to kind of have like olders and youngers like Degrassi. You know, there's a lot of comparisons yeah, to Degrassi. Yeah, that's what Degrassi. I think they tried with 
I think that's what they tried with this, like, arc. But they made, like, the teacher, like, she had to do those weird, creepy scenes with the teacher That's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, like, hinting and, you know, what is it, suggesting... Well, yeah, we she comes running out of the classroom. We don't know if he like, you know, stuck his finger in her or not. Like it's really oh, gross. It's yeah, it's gross. really uh it's really intense. Gross. And you know, like like <laughs> That was Gil, the English teacher. Yeah, I remember that being like cringy in real life. Like Oh, her, you know like, what? I feel bad that I that. said that because it turns out that she did get molested just not by her English teacher, but by her uncle. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, on the show, the not in real life on, on the show. One. On the show. What was going on that day? Like how many how many amphetamines were going on? It wasn't it wasn't actually the teacher though. It's just projection. <laughs> hey man, that's 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 what you call writing, Whitney. That's what you call writing. <laughs> and we're getting paid lots of money to come up with deep plots. So who did what was your what's your uh, most memorable experience of being of nine oh two and oh did you like did you get to talk like really get to talk no. to anybody? No, no. No. Okay. So like You got to always, go to the set like once or twice. I mean, even talking about this is the reason it's so hard is because like the number one rule of Hollywood, and you know this, and even in restaurants it's this too, is that like you never talk about the clientele, you never talk about your customers, you never talk about your friends in the biz. And like, yeah, but you know, there's, there's also a, a term. There's also a term that is has been coined, and it's referred to as Hollywood gossip. <laughs> and it's, Spilling the tea. It's where you d -d 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 dish all that shit out to people like me, your homeboy Jay Waves, the podcast host. <laughs> Yeah, I want to no. know about the time that you did blow off Brian Austin Green's dick. <laughs> I want to know the time that you you, you know, dug as much yourself as I out can of. Say like, oh, he's not cool in real life. He was like the tallest one. Yeah, and he know? was also and, like, apparently. Sexy. Yeah, apparently he was a, a terror. You know, he him he was the second, ter the second most terrible behind Shannon Doherty. Yeah. And apparently, when they got together, it was just it was just nothing but cuss words and cigarettes with those two. Okay, so quick fact, if you want to hear like a little, put them both together. Yeah, I love factoids. When Nicole filmed Beethoven's second, Ashley Hamilton is like the bad dude in that, George Hamilton's son, who married Shannon Doherty. And so when we were at the Little Women premiere, Ashley Hamilton was there with Shannon Doherty, and they hadn't seen each other since 90210. And Nicole, I think, was like, oh, my God, is she even going to act like she knows who I am? <laughs> and, uh, and they had like a, you know, like a nod of the head. Hi, it's good to see you again sort of moment that wasn't, you know, too terrible or dismissive. But I was like, dude, that was the best premiere of all time. That's the highlight of my life as the plus one. <laughs> all right. So it's time for our. I wish I had like come up with like a proper name because I just want to keep saying the words true and clap back and Hollywood and podcast and maybe, uh, I don't know, revenge isn't the word, uh, vengeance it's not maybe. It's revenge, it's clarity, transparency. It's clarity. All right, well, there's two sides Truth. to every story, as they say, so let me set this up a little bit. So, okay. and ju just briefly, tell me how you, okay, so there's a podcast out there, it's called The Worst Podcast Ever. And it is hosted by a man named Allah Khaled, yes. who I was going to make the joke, not any relation to DJ Khaled, but then it turns out Ouch, it's, it's, it's DJ Khaled's <laughs> fucking brother. We the best the music. Fuck? Another one. Another one. DJ Khaled. You know how fucking people would get mad at you if you're just like if if he was like, "Hey, I'm a law Khaled," and I'm like, "Oh, any relation to DJ Khaled?" Uh, uh, actually, I'm his brother. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck? I can't believe that actually happened. But so, yeah. it's hosted by him and Christine Lakin, who played Allie on Step by Step. Uh, and uh, by the way, are there? They're not fucking. They're just no way. Friends. Uh, uh no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like. Uh, she's married with a kid. Right, and I looked her husband up. He looks like a very handsome, defrosted caveman. Yeah, I think from you know college. I think they met in college. Okay, he looks like Real he's college. he's from Sweden, and he rode a a, a Viking ship here. 
Uh, he's is very he Aryan looking. He's very Aryan. He's beautiful. Is he tall? Yeah. She's oh, he's, he's a giant. He's a giant. He makes Christine Lakin look like she's the size of my vape pen. She is. She's like, you know, like many actresses, Shannon Doherty included and, you know, like tiny. Nicole's not tiny. Nicole's tall like me. Yeah. A lot of them have like, and lovingly I say this, but like big heads and small bodies. Yes, a nice big face with um, not a lot of pockets. You know, my face is full of pockets. You know, the reason why uh, my best friend Jake, he, he looks so gorgeous in photographs because yeah, he has a very it? flat, he has a very big head <laughs> with a very flat face. And no matter what angle he's photographed from, especially with a flash, there are no pockets, there are no creases. I have a very pockety face. I, I, I think I'm like, I'm, you know, somewhat attractive, but like I have to get the, the pro I need proper lighting, whereas Jake looks good in any lighting always so yeah. you know good for him but um yeah, okay no, so i i also have like droopy dog or something like shadows <laughs> and pockets i've seen good pictures of you though i've seen good pictures of you though so you know we we all benefit from some good lighting so you actually so Allah and christine are mm -hmm. friends with nicole tom and you also know them as well is that correct so when Nicole and I were roommates in the second chapter of L.A., then Allah was around all the time um, in a wonderful way. Like before he went on the road with Barbara Streisand, he was always there. Oh, um, we had mutual friends because back in the earlier years, I had gone to um, the like reject. That's not the right word. Let's see. The um, not working actors class at the Young Actors Studio. <laughs> and um, we had a lot of mutual friends, but they were really closer friends to Nicole, except for we were like, you know, the banter was like loving and between us all and not Christine. I mean, she was younger. She was friends with Nicole. At one point, they like went off to, to Europe or met up in Europe, and I was living in Nicole's house still. Uh, well, that's isn't that the clapback, <laughs> or is that uh, that's another? Is that when she go? Yeah, that's because well, she it goes to Europe and then unravel. Well, Nicole kind of collapses some time in there. That was more. That was yeah, more, because I feel like the story starts in 1999, and then the next thing you know, she's saying, and then 9/11 happened, 9 and I'm like, that's well, two years later. Yeah. But here, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to there that. There are many folds in that. We'll and get to I, that. We'll undo. We're going to undo some creases. We're going to undo okay. a lot of creases. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Allah, Allah, Alex Led, uh, that's his like Caucasian working name. Yeah. His IMDb name. We all went to the same acting school, except for I didn't really go to the acting school. I only like went there. You wanted so to hook I up could, with actors. Yeah. <laughs> we had. Okay. We were allowed to smoke in scenes. Awesome. So like if the scene was like, oh, you're a teenager smoking, bitchin', got to bring smokes to, you know, to the Damn stage. It, hell yeah. My class was like filled with some real cutie pies, like um, Shiloh Strong, who went on to do Boy Meets World. Wait, that's that's Ryder Strong, I thought. I thought that was Ryder Strong. Oh, Shiloh's the older brother. Sorry, it was Shiloh and Ryder in the same class. Gotcha, gotcha. You like how I'm checking you on, I'm, I'm correcting all your... <laughs> All your mistakes, like David Austin Greed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, uh, but I do. You know, I like vaguely remember. But no, but I do care, though. I care very much. That's why. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> there's a lot of resin there. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else? Oh, the Maori sisters. Oh, Tia, Tia and Tamara. Tamara. Fuck yeah. Yeah. My first scene ever in acting class was, was with one of them. Oh, Couldn't my tell God. You which one. Yeah. But, right. but I twins. do remember a line from the scene was like, Got any gum? Oh my yeah, God. I got some cum gum. Wait, oh my God, I can't believe you're, you're, you actually broke up as you said that. Did you say I've got some cum gum? No, there was no breakup. That's what I said. That was my line. Yeah, I've got some cum gum. That's this. I don't. I don't even get it. I, mean, I don't even get it. But it's stuck in my head all this fucking do you, time. Do you think doing the scene with one of the Maori sisters is why you ended up having twins? You know, no. But they're okay. So how Nicole and I got back together quickly before we go to how we got apart is when I got pregnant with the twins. Um, their due date was the same birth date as Nicole and her twin brother David, oh March twenty third. And I was like, man, that's fucking weird. And I think maybe we had like reconnected on an Instagram or Facebook or something and had this sort of tepid, hey, how you doing thing? And then, um, and to me, that was like one of those, like, 
you know, fate is real and weird. Like when Nicole was on 90210, it's the same age that my son is now. Uh, and so looking at his like pandemic quarantine, has a girlfriend online in Texas, has never met her, has never like dry humped a jean leg, never had any fun middle school times and high, early high school, you know, like none of that shit. And, and us parents are like, oh my God, we need to like get our teenagers out in real life. Like what's gonna happen if they've never had these like basic experiences? Well. That's a lot to think about, but we don't we don't talk <laughs> about we don't talk about the pandemic. I have a podcast called Corona Toast. You want to talk about the pandemic? You can come on that show. But this is Lurk Mode, my fun time, party time, Hollywood. This is what happens when you talk to me after bedtime. Yeah, Sorry. I don't I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. But thank you, thank you for sharing. Um, so, so we got this podcast. Worst podcast ever. That's what it's called. I'm not describing it as such. Legitimately, it describes itself. Um, it has Nicole Tom on. And what they want Nicole Tom to do is to tell some awful stories. And she starts off by telling the awful story about a house that she lives in that she still owns now. And a mm -hmm. contractor who basically tore the house apart but never put it back together. This yeah. contractor was supposedly discovered by you. Here we go. Let me set the scene. It's 1999, and you can just, you correct me if I'm wrong. It's 1999. Yeah. Nicole mm -hmm. Tom has bought a house in Los Angeles described as a cute Toluca bungalow Lake. from Oh, oh wait, Toluca Lake. My sister. My sister. Really? Well, my sister lived in Toluca Lake. She lives, she doesn't live there anymore, but she was Shout living there. Shout out to Toluca Lake. All right. Um, described as a, you can say where it is. I don't give a fuck. Described as a cute bungalow from the 1930s. Uh, it had a jacuzzi. Nicole said that she wanted to make the master bedroom bigger. She wanted to expand the <laughs> den and she wanted to add a deck. Uh -huh. And so while she was having these thoughts, our first clip happens. Let's check it out. So wow. you found this contractor. Well, well my no. be my best friend um, at the time, she um, she went to a party in Malibu and she met this um, girl uh, who uh, was she was very um, lesbianic, manly. <laughs> And is, is I mean she was she had she you know had short um, buzz cut and she, she um, was a lesbian and she was quite cherry, alpha. Is that what yeah, you're she had a very like a cherry red face. Would you say that was a a good description? First of all, I I would go further to say that she was like ruddy, like an Italian that had been drinking their whole life, or an Irish man. Wow, <laughs> you know, wow. Like, she so she was that red <laughs> in the face, cherry red. Really, maybe like an old, <laughs> angry Irish man. Yeah, and only wore uh, white hands, <laughs> tank tops, and. Um, jeans with the like side hook yeah she, for the a carpenter she she had she had the carpenter look <laughs> except for when she would go out to fancy dinners she would throw on like a tuxedo jacket of course and a, and a uh, bodacious personality already correction number one didn't meet her in malibu i was a chef in hollywood and she came in with someone and and saw me behind the line because it was an early open kitchen and was um, taken by my light. <laughs> wow. Like, is that, is your light uh, like, uh, like your aura essentially? Yeah. My very lesbianic aura. <laughs> yes. You, I gotta say, I, I'm not a fan of, of the, the male host of worst podcast ever, but I really enjoyed his use of the word lesbianic because it, to me, it's a combination of like lesbian and bionic, which makes me think so makes me think a robot. So it's given me like a real kind of like Terminator Two, like Linda Hamilton vibe. She was very cyborg. That's probably who her inspo was. Well, because but then tack on like eighty pounds of unnecessary <laughs> fat and bulk. Well, you know, Linda Hamilton did rock the uh, the the white tank top though, the A shirt. I don't like to call them white yeah, beaters anymore. I but, would uh, say that um, <laughs> this woman probably was like found underneath her white tank top. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so it was a look, it was a look that was early in, in 99. The sort of the, imp the immediate implication is that you met this woman at this party and, and y'all kind of hit it off. And so Allah asks, 
uh, you know, essentially if you had tried to pick up this woman, which brings us to clip number two. My friend was always, you know, we always, you know, met guys together. We would, you know, uh, <laughs> go out on <laughs> dates and stuff, you know, me and yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but she just met this girl and was like, oh my gosh, she's a contractor. Like, she's amazing. You should use her because yeah. she seems cool. Yeah. She's like, you. And like, she knows what she's doing. She's yeah, like, in she, charge. She's, uh, yeah, she really, she she can fix your house up just great. And I was like, oh, really? Well, you know, my best friend. So I, I thought, <laughs> I, I trust her opinion. I didn't really know anything about construction. So I, um, like I thought, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, a couple of things real quick. The first part of that clip makes it sound like you you guys were just a couple of sluts. I mean, what did yeah, what did she try to? She hopes. was that's like she's what she's basically trying to say right there. <laughs> no, like uh, yeah, that big hoe. So it was it was obvious, you know, at least to her that you you weren't a lesbian, but we were boy crazy. Yeah, I believe I think it. Is what she's saying. I and believe that, it. Um, no slut shaming there. Yeah, no, no, not at all. No, no yeah. shame at all. I'm just saying she made it sound like y'all were going out and <sighs> and doing very non-lesbian things. Very non-lesbian things. But they came <laughs> in my life much later. Very lesbian things much later. This woman, this woman, I, I, it wasn't that I was taken with her. It was very much she instantly. I think she was like you know like a like a lifetime con person and like saw how easy we were to take. She could be whatever she wanted. Like, we didn't listen. We were young, only talk about ourselves, like, only think about ourselves, self-centric worldview. You know, let's see, I turned 21 that year. You know, like, I was a fucking baby. She owned a house. Like, I didn't know a contractor. I never, I didn't know a contractor was a word, I'm sure, at that time. I didn't own shit. I know shit. For some reason, they beep your name out on the podcast. Why do you think, think they did that? She, I think because she was afraid that I would like sue or get upset. Okay. I'm not, I wasn't upset. I think we were both the victims of like being naive. Okay, with well, no no spoilers. Trusting. No spoilers. No spoilers about what happens with the contractor. Okay. You keep implying that maybe she's sketchy, but we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. Well, and I'm pretty sure she came in with like Anne Hesh. Oh my is God. the thing. Right after Anne Hesh had her like mental breakdown in the desert. <laughs> She ate in my restaurant a lot. Not my restaurant. The restaurant that I, like, started out in. Yep, yep. I want to say that either she was there the same night as her or was at the same table. But she had this, like, big personality, right? Like, she gave me, like, a bottle of Veuve Clicquot, which, you know, like, warmed my heart. Yeah, good stuff. I'm fucking 20. Like, what do I care if you're a lesbian? All my friends are gay. Like, what's the difference? So I'm open to gifts because I'm young and I think that I deserve gifts. So Nicole, Nicole, okay, well, we're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. You're Slow down. Let me, I'm driving the car, okay? You, you follow, you ride in the car with me, okay? I'll ride here. Okay. The contractor is now working with Nicole. You're living at Nicole's house, correct? Correct. Going to culinary school. Going to culinary school. And Nicole jet sets off to Europe. And leaves yes. you alone in the house. And at this point, the contractor is starting to rip the house apart. Is that part true? Not exactly. No. Okay. Because th what I have, what it, basically what she says is that you were giving her some email updates, but eventually you started getting uncomfortable because there was no back. Uh, the house literally had no back to it. It was just open. <laughs> that is possible. Although I don't remember it being so bad. Apparently you couldn't take it because it was so dusty. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible and so the house is just not the house is just not coming coming along i don't think this woman really gets started on the house very much there were these two other canadian dudes that she had working that we like started dating i remember going on like sailboat trips with these guys she mentioned that there were some guys that were just hanging out at the house that weren't doing any work that supposedly worked for the contractor but <laughs> She didn't mention that they were Canadian, <laughs> nor that you guys started started hanging out with them. We were like, like I remember like a day where I did like day bumps on a sailboat in the marina, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so there were those two dudes, the Canadians, and then something fell out between her and that guy after. Whatever. So, something happens where I guess Nicole so, leaves. And she says to Nicole, like, hey, fire this, you know, this, um, this idiot. 
fire this idiot and I'll take over. I was really afraid of using the R word there. And I'll take over. And I think she like sold herself to Nicole. I'm pretty sure sold herself to Nicole's mother who okayed like getting I the see. loan for construction. Oh, so these, these Canadian guys, these Canadian guys were working on the house before they the contractor yokels. was. Yeah. I got you. Okay. I, I'm sorry. These so these weren't the guys so that I were. So I think I was there with the 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 cute Canadians, but I wasn't like sold by their charms particularly either. Well, well, basically, what Nicole says is that she leaves and that you leave the house while <coughs> she's gone, and then <coughs> Nicole comes back and says that you're basically nowhere to be found and you're having a blast running around town with the contractor, which no. brings us to clip number three. Oh my Meanwhile, my, my best friend at the time is you know, going to all these concerts and going out uh. to dinner, these fancy restaurants with the contractor. Um, just your friend, the contractor. Yeah, the right. lesbian right. and stuff, and and so she's just hanging, you know, hanging out with her, just living the high life, and on your checks, probably. Yeah, I would say on on. I heard there my was like time. a limo trip at one point. Um. Yeah. I. I. They were. They were going to everything. I mean, I think they In were limos. pretty much at the Rose Bowl. You know, just they were. Going out to fancy, and the new fancy restaurants and stuff. Is she showing up to the house? I wasn't house? invited. Is she anymore. showing up to the house at all? <laughs> no. That's the whole thing. Nicole always felt like she wasn't invited and it wasn't included. But you were, is this true? You guys That's were it. doing all this fun stuff? Was there a limo trip? Tell me about the limo trip and the I, Rose Bowl. Okay, I don't remember a limo trip. I also never remember the Rose Bowl because I hate the Rose Bowl unless. You know, I have a secret to going to see a show at the Rose Bowl. Like, I know where benches are that overlook the Rose Bowl. Hmm. So, like, if you want to see a show at the Rose Bowl, then we'll park a car and walk over to these benches. And Nicole knows that because we did it together for Guns N' Roses and Mick Jagger, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, I was dating this, like, English guy who I was obsessed with, who lived in New York, that Nicole and I met in New Orleans. And... I wasn't with her gallivanting around town. I did go to culinary school at the same time. And maybe I was like wrapping that up and I had made new friends. And also in between our like time as teenagers and coming back to be roommates, I'd gone to college in North Carolina and um, at Greensboro. And that's where I met like Nurkin and Ben Best. And now like Ben Best is living in California and other friends and like. Well, how far are you, how far did you just jump into the future? Cause what not year at were you, all. What we're year still were you? the same timeline. This okay. is all the same timeline. Well, just so we know exactly what time we're talking about. Let me just pop off clip number four real quick. Then 9-11 happened. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No. Yeah. She says, she said, uh, she's dealing with this. I was gone this. before 9-11. Gone oh, yeah. before 9-11. Apparently you are gone because she can't she can't find you anymore. She can't find you anymore. Yeah, no, I already moved all my shit out. And uh, what she's forgetting is that she came home uh, inebriated one night. This is the part that she's blacked out. <laughs> she said that she's call she says that she's calling you and you're she needs help. She's trying to the contractor's not doing any work. Maybe she can't get in touch with the possible. contractor, but she also says that she can't get in touch with you either. Maybe, because I'm, like, in school and doing my own thing, but definitely not with the contractor. Okay, because... Or, like, maybe the contractor's, like, hanging out with me and my friends. Well, this is what this is what she says. They stopped showing up for work, and I I started calling my best friend because I, I knew that she was still... Least, right, friendly with the... Yeah, with the contractor, and I'm like, um, you know... She's not showing up. Uh, nobody has for the past couple of weeks. Um, I, uh, you know, the house is is completely gone, and um, <laughs> and everybody just thought I was, they're just like whatever, Nicole. You're crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, she's putting a lot of this on you. Okay, so I might have reacted like that because she was crazy at the time and drinking, and we both were, and our lives were crazy when we were young, and. I had moved out, though, because she came home one night. We got into a fight. It was like I was asleep in bed or about to be asleep in bed with my friend from culinary school. And she came home, picked a fight. I blew up finally because I'm one of those people that, like, holds it all in and then really loses it and really lost it. 
And I opened two suitcases, packed them, said to my friend, like, get your fucking Subaru, open the doors, <laughs> pack them with this shit. Subaru. We're moving out. <laughs> Subi, driving back to Pasadena, and I'm never fucking talking to her again. And that literally happened. And everything that, that I left behind, left Nicole, out. has kept in her garage since then. But it had nothing to do with the contractor. And so maybe she was trying to reach me about the contractor and I was neglectful about that because I was living my own life. Well, you know, the implication is that you were just so miserable living in a construction site, which brings us to clip number six. And nobody will believe me that that. Like I she's paid her keeps all on ta- that I paid her yeah. all this money and she's taking my best friend out you, to all like, these restaurants. Like, so she she doesn't care, you know. <laughs> she's just enjoying the high life, and uh, I. She answering your calls. Um, I think she stopped answering my calls around that time. Like she just okay. didn't, you know. I think she was upset that I had, you know, she was staying at the house and it was destroyed when. She, what did she think was going like, to happen? You're starting I, construction. I like, know what I she thought. Going to be either. living in a hammock, like. like yeah. Like it was going to be breezy and like it was a tropical sandals vacation? No, like it, it's construction. Yeah, they're, they're clowning you pretty hard, Christine. You I might, know. she thinks she's cute, right? Yeah, you she's might cute. have to you might have to knock her out next time you see her. I mean, she's so tiny. I could put her in my pocket. It's not a thing. <laughs> I mean, there, yeah, the implication is that you thought you were just going to be lounging and kicking just back, a and then friend you, of a celebrity, you couldn't handle right? some dust, so you had to leave. But apparently, you were going you were going to college in another state. No, no, I was going to college in Pasadena. I was going to culinary. Okay. I was going to culinary school, but I had left and gone to college in between this. And I, I got you. I got and you. And we had all, they had all graduated and they were now actors, like starting off actors in North Carolina. I mean, in California, you know, like all of Nurkey's guys, right? They were all in LA as like just newbies and we were having fun. We were having so much fun. And the guys from North Carolina are so funny. And, um, and like, Nicole wouldn't give them the time of day because they weren't already, like, legitimate actors. You know, they didn't already have an agent or they weren't already booking stuff or they... Whatever. Like, she didn't understand that they were going to be, like, killing it on HBO later. And she would wish that she had fucking... Well, that's why, yeah, that's why you got to be nice to everybody on the way up. But obviously, it's, it's difficult for some... And so Nicole, like, never trusted my gut. You know, her instinct was always better. My friends, she was always really jealous of these, like, deep friendships that I had. And that's what was really going on. It wasn't this fucking contractor. As Nicole continues to tell the story, it becomes uh, apparent, at least to her, that you and the contractor have become more than just friends. I mean, it sounds like I'm, like, spending Nicole's money with this criminal let's hear let's hear what she had to say she basically like stopped talking to me and i continued True. going out with her and she ended up like running off with her and wow. and, and becoming her girlfriend and i was she wasn't i mean she wasn't she i don't i she was she wasn't gay yes but then she turned yeah she was in a relationship with yeah her. she was yeah. in a relate you know maybe experimenting or whatever and um she was making her happy with the meals and and (laughs) i was like this girl has completely screwed me over like i i i don't know (laughs) why you're hanging out with her why are you the meals hashtag the meals meals. so yeah i mean so were you guys a couple no no <laughs> i mean she okay, straight wait. up says that you ran off with her and you that guys had this like so relationship insane. that is so crazy i want to scream and throw things it's so <laughs> like it's so oh. wrong okay i the boy the english boy that i was talking about the nicole and i met these two english boys in new orleans by the way this story we is hard to keep track of no matter who's telling it this shit's all over the fucking place all right so i was dating the english boy <clears throat> the contractor did not like the english boy I flew to New York to visit said English boy with another girlfriend, and the contractor was on the same plane in the fucking middle aisle seat next to me on that flight to go visit the boy in New York. Now, how how do you even accomplish that? Wait a minute. You're saying that you just got on the plane and there she was? There 
this shit fucking was waiting. No, I think we were sitting and then she walked down the aisle like, oh, look, we we're on the same flight. We should get a taxi. And I looked at my girlfriend and I said, the minute we land, we grab our stuff and we catch the first fucking taxi we see. Your friend girl, because you're not a lesbian. Friend girl. Yes, yes. Friend girl. Just to be clear, because we are talking about you supposedly have, being a, a girlfriend of the contractor. Yeah, so at this I wanna... point I hadn't even like experimented. Gotcha. So it's so like, what I see here is that she's like made up stories and filled in blanks for herself. And when Denise really started, or ooh, I just said her name. That's okay. They say her name on the podcast Do the they? same way. Yeah, they, there's they, a slip. There's a slip and they say her yeah. name. So when she started working on Nicole, house i don't even think i was actually there at that point i think i had already moved and shit was going down and maybe they did were looking for her but the incident that she's referring to later on i think had happened to me at the same time this trip to new york where she was on the same flight whatever it was i ended up having to like you know, like threaten a restraining order. Well, so it turns her. out that this this contractor, if if y'all haven't figured it out yet, was a very shady person. I think that part of the story is definitely true. There were uh, warrants out for her arrest because she was apparently like a, a con artist and had ripped a lot of people off with this yeah. like contractor facade. That part is true, correct? Correct. And then uh, they asked Nicole if um if well. Basically, she gets another contractor and the house gets finished and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, no no more suspense there. Well, and Nicole's we should house probably, like, promote fun. her YouTube channel where yeah. she's, like, rebuilding her own deck. Yeah, we'll, right? we'll, we'll give her a shout out. I'll, that'll be in the notes. I'll have, if you want to see Nicole Tom, here's where you can go. We're not hating on Nicole Tom. We are merely no we are merely responding to to this very interesting story that, uh, like I said, there's two sides to every story. Yeah. But it is, we we really are clapping back, we are clapping back, though. We are clapping back. And I, I would love to have... Um, a uh, a podcast like beef, you know. I'd love to have like my rival podcast. So if worst you podcast should. ever wants to step, like let's go, we can go. I'll battle. I'll battle you guys all day. Also, I think maybe like a therapy session where you mediate Nicole and I in a law, and we like perhaps we could walk through this. Because I would love to work it all. A law talks like he doesn't even know who I am, and that also is like sad because when we broke up, when Nicole, when I left Nicole and never talked to her again. I did drive to Allah's apartment one day and write a note and stick it on his apartment door and he never called me. Wow. Yeah. Deep, Damn. deep hurt feelings. They asked Nicole if you, if uh, she ever amended with her, you know, best friend, beep, which happens beep. to be you. And, and she says that um, you guys make up a decade or so later. You said it was more like 20 years when you and I, I talked about it. it was almost 20 years to the date. But yeah. then she throws in this interesting sort of epilogue to the story, which brings us to our final clip. Oh, no, I forgot this. My best friend ended up, you know, going out with her and everything. And Have you one talked night to your best she, friend since? We have. We've, we've made up. Yes. How long were you guys? A long time. Like, give me like years. But uh, I'd say 10 years. That you did not talk. Wow. Pretty she much, really yeah. Um, you lost a house. But she ended up getting punched in the face by the contractor. <laughs> what? Because she thought, because the Denise thought that she had, <laughs> her name's Denise. <laughs> her name's Denise. There you have it, everybody. Her name's okay. Denise. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, she, um, she, I, I mean, I just heard this. You know, through the grapevine. I don't even know if it's true or not, but um, I heard that that's true. That was, you know, looking at somebody else, or Denise thought that she was looking at somebody else, and and ended up getting angry at her and punching her in the face one night, and that's that was the very end. Very aggressive. And finally, she very was like, aggressive. "Okay, yeah." Is that what happened? So you <laughs> ish ish. Yeah, we were at the bar, Vermont. Bless its heart, miss it. And, uh, so who's who's there? You just you and Denise? Oh, me, Matthew McConaughey, you know Cole Hauser. <laughs> Cole Hauser, <laughs> like Michael Stipes, probably in the corner. Gentlemen, you are surrounded by gentlemen. I'm so, Josh Hartnett. Do you remember that honk? Oh, oh. just another pure God. gentleman. Uh, Jeremy Piven was probably there. I mean, it was a hot spot. Hot, hot. I think Matthew McConaughey was living at the chateau. This is around bongo time incident, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh, and it's a very busy night at the Barbara Mall. 
and I'm drinking lemon drops and maybe uh, she's paying for them. I'm not sure. With Nicole's money. They were like fucking $14 a piece. And even though we were all in industry together and so we would all hook each other up um, <clears throat> because like I worked at a restaurant where, you know, where you could also get really you could also get $14 lemon drops. No liquor at our restaurant, but like really good food in the daytime when you were recovering. I see. <laughs> but so, okay. So what's happening is she's talking to this photographer who worked for Rolling Stone, but I'm not going to mention her name. And, uh, and she's like trying to get with her. Say her name, say her name with like a cough. Do you like the cough name? I, I honestly, I, I don't even, I can't. Okay. Mm-mm. It's too like, mm-mm. so, <laughs> so the photographer and I happened to be at the bar ordering drinks at the same time. And she's like, so you're with blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, I'm definitely not with the contractor. You know, like, I'm not a lesbian. What are you talking about? No, that's not the truth. What did she tell you? And she starts to tell me this like fabrication that I now realize I've heard from other people is sort of what Denise is saying. Again, I said her name. What? I don't even know. It's cool. We said it. They said it on that show. I don't don't know if it's her real name. Everybody says Um, it. And so... I'm like, no, that's not true. And I grab this photographer and I just kiss her. And I'm not sure if that was the lemon drops or whatever. What was the motivation there? But as my lips touch her, not a second really passes before I suddenly feel my ponytail (laughs) being like yanked back as hard as possible. And a punch sort of grazing me gently and knocking her glasses. Wow. You know, and as this short construction female robot uh, like attacks me and starts screaming um, explicatives at me, expletives? How do you say that word? Uh, I believe expletives, yeah. Yeah. I like take and run off to the boys' bathroom and I decide to hide in there where like more drama ensues. But eventually she's like carried out banned from Bar Marmot. Like I had to go and review video, you know, um, it was hilarious. It was hilarious, but also like, have you ever been attacked? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I guess there's been some fights and stuff. My, my biggest true Hollywood story is that I got beat up by Drew Barrymore, but I'm going to have to tell, <laughs> I'm going to have to tell that one another time. That is true though. That is true. That is so cute. She's so cute. Okay. Wow. Cause that's, that's nuts. That's yeah. And that's when I stopped talking to her, but I was, I believe like maybe a week or two already not talking to Nicole and so I stopped talking to them both. Wow, you lost it, you time. lost everyone. That's so tragic. It's so sad. You lost you lost everyone. You lost Well, and anyone that it was like a divorce. You lost you know, Nicole and your sugar mama. Sugar mama and uh, Nicole and went to like, you know, make $300 a week and share a bed with my girlfriend, not friend girl. <laughs> yeah, my, your friend girl. <laughs> my friend girl. <laughs> and like work my way up the um the totem pole just like everyone else to never make it anywhere because <laughs> here we are here let me start over that sounded stupid i'm like really <laughs> high i've been like hitting like my vape pen like the whole the whole time we've been uh we've been, t- we've been talking yeah i know i needed a drink i needed another drink too that's why i've been like chain smoking this thing whitney you have have proven to be much more than the uh the z-list star that i i build you as uh, earlier, I would say, if anything, your your S list, maybe R list, <laughs> W list. Yeah, I, you you are not Z list though. You have the proven you have proven that tonight. <laughs> you have proven that tonight, and I feel I feel blessed to know uh, a rock star a rock star like you, and that I could have you on my show because this is probably some of the most. I, I want to. I wish every podcast was like this, you know. But I, I don't have that many people I can talk to about these kinds of things. So I'm glad that I was able to add you to that list, and that you were able to come through and bless us with these tales, these Hollywood tales. <laughs> Shout out to uh, to your multiple children and your fantastical your fantastical <laughs> husband they shout out to breeding and <laughs> yeah overpopulating keep, the world keep pumping them out <laughs> <laughs> tied those tubes out see ya <laughs>